This is Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe. Now, here's Patrick McEnroe. All right, everyone, got to give a little mini Holding Court update on what's going on down under. If you haven't heard, there was a hotel worker <clears throat> at one of the main hotels where many of the players have been staying, the Grand Hyatt. It was actually a quarantine worker in the hotel, actually tested positive. This was overnight, our time. Uh, they're just waking up now to the following day in Australia. It's supposed to be quarterfinals of most of the events that are going on, the six uh, different men's and women's events there in Melbourne at Melbourne Park, of course, home of the Australian Open. So the authorities, the local health authorities, now have to test every single person, every player, <clears throat> excuse me, and part of their entourage that was in that hotel during that two-week window, uh, of which there were a lot. They haven't released the actual numbers, but they're going to test every single one of them. And until then, those players have to, <clears throat> and their support team, have to be in isolation. So that means no practice, no matches in the tournament. They've postponed all the matches for, I guess it's Wednesday, for Thursday. I'm talking to you on Wednesday afternoon. It's now Thursday morning. Uh, down under, so we were supposed to have a whole <clears throat> another day of tennis there. That has been postponed until Friday, until the health officials can complete the test of all those players and their coaches and whomever else uh, was in that hotel during that period. So talk about a massive wrinkle just as things you sense were starting to settle down. You know, a lot of the complaints from the players had quieted down once they all got out of quarantine and they were able to practice and many of them obviously competing in these tune-up events that uh, Tennis Australia was able to, to wing together really at the last minute. So you've got many, most of the top players competing um, in these events that are going on. You had the ATP Cup happen yesterday, Zverev and Shapovalov, maybe the best match on the men's side, went to a third set tiebreak. Zarev won that. Sitsipas looking awfully good. He took out Demonor, the Aussie. I'll tell you who's looking really good so far. And I'm being told from uh, Darren Cahill and Renee Stubbs, who are down there coaching, uh, they've been sending us some great information to our ESPN colleagues that the courts are playing pretty quick. So Medvedev, I think, is could be a big beneficiary of the quicker conditions. He likes the ball skipping through the court. He can use the... The, the speed of the court to create pace. He doesn't have to create his own pace as often. So he took out Nisha Corey. So he's had a couple of really solid-looking wins in the ATP Cup. So has Berrettini, who, remember, beat team in his first match, then beat Malfis, who was running around like a gazelle, actually, in the opening set. I watched some of that was up a break, and then Berrettini turned it on. Monfils actually started going for too much, which uh, I rarely say about him. So uh, in another tournament, you had Wawrinka. This is the ATP. They call it the Murray River Open. They're all named after uh, parts of Victoria, the state of Victoria, which is where Melbourne is. Uh, Wawrinka won in three sets. Kyrgios looking pretty good. He's had a couple solid wins. Ajay Aliassime, Dimitrov, Taylor Fritz, the American, won easily. Uh, so did Borna Chorich. How about this 17-year-old in, in, in a different event? They call it the Great Ocean Road Open. <clears throat> it was a 17-year-old Spaniard. Alcaraz, he looks like he could be uh, the real deal. A little early, of course, you got Sinner as well, the Italian who's, uh, who's already had sort of a full year on tour. But this guy's up and coming. He took out Goffin, who was the top seed uh, in that particular tournament. You had a couple of veteran Americans go down, Query and Sandgren. Opelka, though, had a win, um, as did Hatchinoff and Anderson. Now, on the women's side, 
the Yarra Valley Classic. They're calling that's the, sort of the wine region, the Yarra Valley in uh, in the state of Victoria. Ashley Barty had a three-set winner over Buscovo, who's tough. Serena solid over Parankova. That was straight set. She's looking pretty good. I'd say not really tested so far. Uh, I'd like to see when she gets tested a little more her movement because she looks like she's hitting the ball well, but I think the movement hasn't been tested as much. Muganutha Kennan, uh, Vandrusova, they won three sets. Really the biggest upset on the women's side was Kvitova going down, maybe Pliskova as well. She lost to the American Danielle Collins, uh, two tie breaks there. So a pretty good lineup for the women in the quarters of that event. Again, the match is postponed for at least one day as they do the testing. Barty against Shelby Rogers, who had a win over Martich. Collins will take on Serena. So we'll see Serena. She'll be tested in that because Collins can hit the ball pretty big, and you know how feisty she is. Vondrusova against Podoroska and Muguruza against Kennan, which, of course, is a rematch of last year's Australian Open final. So that'll be the quarterfinal lineup. Then you got Osaka. She's in another tournament on the Gippsland. I think I'm pronouncing that correct. Gips, or is it Gibson? I think it's Gippsland <clears throat> trophy. Osaka was down a set beat Bolter, the young player from Great Britain. Swiatek lost, actually, to Alexandrova. Of course, she's a player who won the French Open last year. Halep, Svitolina, Mertens won. Uh, so the lineups are set there. Uh, the Grampians trophy is the first uh, the event where this is actually – the first day of the event happened yesterday. Kerber's in that. So is uh, Conservate Sloan Stevens actually went down. Uh, so Nadal was apparently, remember he pulled out of their Spain's first match in the ATP Cup, and he was getting set to play. They're supposed to play take on Greece. So of course, he'd have to play Sitsipas, which would be a, a tough match uh, no matter what. Uh, but now with an extra day off because of this uh, testing situation, Maybe he'll play. Who knows? Kyrgios got a time violation warning. No surprise there. Um, another thing we've learned is that the Aussie Open, all the courts will use a Hawkeye electronic line call. So the Australian Open uh, deciding to make the move. We saw they use it at the Western and Southern Open the week before the U.S. Open and at some of the courts at the Open as well. I think this was obvious that this was going to happen. I'm sorry to the Lions people that may be out of a job because of this, but this seemed like a no-brainer from the standpoint of moving the sport forward. Obviously, now in times of COVID, uh, especially, you don't want extra uh, people around if you don't have to have them around. Um, so I think that's something that's probably here to stay even when, co- if and when. We hope COVID is, ends at some point and we can get back to normal uh, standard operating pr- procedures. By the way, all these events in Melbourne right now, there's about a thousand people per day fans. So if you happen to see it on Tennis Channel and watch it, you'll see there's a few fans interspersed in throughout the big stadiums. That's supposed to increase every day as they get more comfortable and the, the authorities are comfortable with the numbers. And they're hoping that it's up to about 30,000 by day one of the Aussie Open, which of course is Sunday night here, our time in the U.S., Monday. Um, uh, the morning, February 8th, it's Super Bowl Sunday when it kicks off and our coverage will, will kick it off. So, uh, you know, never a dull moment down under. We were, it was sort of sleeming, seeming like things were, uh, you know, kind of calming down. But now you get this test from, a, of all things, a quarantine worker. You know, the, the Victorian government hired a, a workers to go in to help with the quarantining the players and, you know, managing when they leave their room, get to their cars, all this is extremely strict protocols. That's continuing at the site where the players, um, uh, by the way, they, they have to, 
they're, they have, the only time the players have to wear a mask is when they go into the transport car. Otherwise, they don't have to wear a mask. It, it's it's advised, but it's in no, by no means mandatory. And um, Darren Cahill told us in his, in his email to us that uh, they went out to dinner, the whole team Halop, they went out, completely packed restaurant, nobody wearing a mask. So he said approximately, he thought about 120 people uh, in the city. Remember, this city is usually teeming. It's usually super crowded with people like us in the media, people, tourists, people coming to see the tennis. None of that's happening this year. So the city really, in many ways, kind of dead with the exception of the players and uh, the couple people in their entourage and obviously the locals that live in the area. But for the most part, it's a totally different vibe. But I'm told now the players, uh, I believe because of this positive test, they're supposed to wear the mask around the grounds as they come in and out uh, just for the day. But for the most part, it's been basically business as usual for the players. When they go uh, on site, they can walk around, go to the different zones, practice courts or pro- uh, 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 sound like they're a little bit of an issue for the players because they have so many matches, so many events going on at once to try to give the quarantine players some practice, some match play, make a little bit of money in the in the warm-up tournament. So I'm told that a lot of the players are having to use the indoor courts. The speed of the courts are different. Hopefully that will all iron itself out. So there's a little quick update for you. Let's hope that uh, they get this thing under control with this one positive test and that it doesn't turn into something a lot worse. So that's the update from Down Under here on a mini edition of Holding Court. <laughs> Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media.